Hey guys, welcome to the Living and Collective Podcast, where we are inspiring and equipping women into living their full lives while working together as the collective. Hello, welcome back, guys. We are here today, Lacey and Christy. Hey, Christy. What's up? We are really excited to talk to you guys today about setting up your year-long nutrition plan. We are hitting in February. People are kind of starting to see what's happened after the fallout from the new year. Maybe you've been on a super restrictive, you know, no carb, lots of dry Januaries. What are all the buzzwords we keep hearing? Um, Totally. Keto, celery juice, this, this, this. Uh, which are all great plans, but, um, anytime you're setting up that super restrictive lifestyle, usually four to six weeks, this is the time where it's, you're starting to realize I can't do this the rest of the year. We kind of strategically stayed a little bit more silent in January, even though it's kind of a stereotypically booming fitness time Mm -hmm. because we really, want you to have a sustainably healthy relationship with food. So if Mm -hmm. you've been with us long enough, you know that we're not really big fans of advocating like, we think there are great tools you can use. Like you can use 30 days to teach yourself how to maybe not rely on sugar, not Mm -hmm. rely on alcohol. And sometimes, you know, 30 days to a new habit, if that leads you into a new lifestyle, even if you like you just eat less sugar than you used to, or you drink less alcohol than you used to, or you eat more veggies than you used to. But when we use those tools as kind of the end all be all, Mm -hmm. and we go right back to living the same way we lived before the 30 days, it's kind of like, why? A lot of times you actually do more metabolic harm to your body. So we kind of like to wait until February, until the noise, the fitness noise has kind of died down a little bit. And we can just kind of like shoot you straight. You know that we we are here for you. We want you to succeed. yeah, well, I should say I'm not gonna knock on the. I know I said keto, celery juice, all those. They're all we do. Like when we, as um, nutrition coaches, have a bunch of tools in our tool belt, and we're not totally. a one size fits all. But to Christy's point, we are a why were you doing that? And we love the like always talk about the reason. What's your why? Um, and then what does it look like after you're done doing that? So that's kind of where we're picking up here. Um, if you did keto to reset your body and that has a lot of good benefits, mostly for men, less for women, then, you know, here you are. Okay. I did keto for 30 days. What now? So we want to talk about kind of setting up that lifestyle now that you can implement the rest of the year. Absolutely. My husband and I were just talking about this this morning on a walk. Um, because it's kind of the buzz in his industry. Um, everyone's been talking, everyone's doing keto, like yeah. just in his work, in his workplace, people have been talking about like, did he say why? Like, did... um, no, people okay. don't know why I think okay. it's just very popular. Yeah. And so like he would ask why, and, um, he was just kind of explaining to people and kind of edu- not in a prideful way, but just nicely educating them on like, it's really important with keto just to know your why to understand. And there are a lot of really valuable therapeutic modalities from that. Like if you've experienced brain trauma, there's actually science that shows that um, you can eliminate precancerous cells. Um, There's a lot of great health for preventing Alzheimer's and dementia. And then anytime we eradicate a food group, 
you know, so if you're really struggling with obesity and you've really like nothing has worked for you and there's some hormonal benefits there, um, eliminating a food group, especially one as addictive as sugar and flour and carbohydrates in that way, mm-hmm. um, can be really beneficial to somebody. It can really boost that, but it's, it's absolutely typically hard for a long-term plan, not impossible. And I have close dear friends that thrive on keto and they feel their best mm-hmm. they've ever felt, but, um, for a lot of the general public, especially if you want to be super active or if you're real busy, like implementing something that's a little more well-rounded where you can include lots of variety. Mm-hmm. We love vegetables. They are awesome. Um, we Anything that kind of sacrifices that ability to intake because you're um, really, if you're doing strict keto where you're trying to stay in ketosis, it's very hard because you can basically eat greens, which are super healthy, but you don't have a whole lot of room for a lot of that other rainbow of colors that mm-hmm. we know are also um, protect our bodies against cancer. There's right. a lot of antioxidants. Vegetables are carbs. People don't think yes. about that. People think of carbs as rice bread. and potatoes and breads. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they are so important to us, and um, we love vegetables and fruits. And you know, with our general clients, right. I mean, we say do not stress about the amount of vegetables you're eating. You really shouldn't feel restricted. Of course, you can overdo sweet potatoes or put potatoes, but especially if you're active, it's pretty hard to do that. It's yeah. pretty hard to go overboard. Yeah, it is interesting. And Christy and I have been talking about, um, you know. The, the why behind it is also we see a society, we see friends and clients um, falling into the traps of just like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And they don't even know why they're doing it. And it's just this society um, culture right now of like needing to do something. And you feel like, oh, I'm going to do this. And you don't even know why. You haven't researched it. You haven't figured out. Maybe someone maybe someone was like, I lost weight. I might, you know, a whole host of reasons. Skin clearing. Um, but we want you to think about like, why are you doing it? Um, we're seeing, I mean, it is, it's, it's how the U S operates, right? Like the whole, um, all the commercials are the marketing. We see, you know, a new vegetable pop up every year. That's like the superfood vegetable. Why do I keep talking about celery? Oh my gosh. No, I love it. Cause it's, it's true. I mean, it started, but it's I don't like, know if it it's started like, with kale or avocado, but it was like kale then avocado. Like I was telling Lacey about this funny little cartoon I saw and it was like, uh, kale and a, um, avocado and a Brussels sprouts and they're all like cheering and like celery was running over to them. They're like, we told you, you would finally make it. I tried to find that. Can you send that to I me? Did, I don't know where I saw it. Oh my I'll gosh. I like searched it. all it's kinds hilarious. of like celery memes and it was not in there. Um, but more so than that, I mean, we can go back to the whole sugar-free, fat-free, Atkins. Yes. There's always a thing and there's a, a huge, we have to realize like as a consumer, there's a huge, um, industry and marketing budget behind a lot of what comes down you know especially mainstream so by the time it hits us it's this whole fad thing it's our need to belong we love doing something we see it with our clients we see it with our i i feel like that i'm like i just feel like i need to do something and really we were talking about right before we started um that it's so much more simple than everyone thinks like you know what you need to do is just have a balanced lifestyle. And a lot of us can't do that. I struggle with that too because I'm like, oh, I want to do something extreme. I want to do something special. I want to do this. Um, and the answer is right in front of us, but we're just, it seems too good. Right? It does. It does seem too good. It does seem too good. And it's hard to sift through all the information, all the marketing. Um, when you really go back to the basics of 
like foods you can pronounce. Mm-hmm. Foods our grandparents ate, like things that we know are tried and true. Like we know no matter what plan you choose, most of them don't villainize vegetables right. for the most part. Like right. we know that vegetables are good for us. We know that most fruits are good for us. Yes, like tropical fruits in excess can be too much sugar, but we know like berries and apples and some of those things. Mm-hmm. Like we can agree on that. Most food plans can agree that like healthy sources of protein yeah. are inevitable, are pivotal for our health and our energy levels. Like sticking to kind of those basics, you're absolutely right. Like it doesn't Right. It isn't as fun. It isn't as sexy. It's harder when you can't say you sit in a certain camp. Right. Because I think as human beings, like we all want to feel like we belong, belong to something. Mm-hmm. Right? So if we can say, oh, well, I'm this. Yeah, you're labeling yourself yes. is what you are. Yeah. It feels good. It feels like it separates me. It kind of elevates me above everybody else. But what we find is, you know, it's it's very difficult. It's not great for our mental health. Right. Like, a lot of foods have been um, vilified that aren't necessarily bad for us. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be bad for you on a specific level. And I think we're going to get better at this. Like as genetics continues to expand scientifically, we're going to get better at figuring out like, okay, maybe grains aren't bad. Maybe grains are bad for if you have this type of genetic makeup. Or right. That's why we love, we do love elimination diets. Like I, we do think it's good to mm-hmm. do a Whole30 for the purpose of finding out how foods affect your body. Like if you're feeling really sluggish, maybe eliminating grains and dairy and um, processed oils and processed foods for four weeks would really help you see what it would feel like to feel awesome. And then as you, the whole point of Whole30 is to then introduce foods back in one at a time so you can really see like, oh, I ate corn and now my head hurts and I didn't sleep last night. So probably that's not a great food for my body to consume on a regular basis. Like right. we love that. We think right. that that's great. But the problem is oftentimes it's used as a quick weight loss scheme and right. then it's kind of counterintuitive. Well, and I think also too, if you just think, okay, if you take the stress off of the restrictions and off of the quote, like I'm on this plan and you just settle into like the food is fuel, I'm just going to eat a balanced diet. Like remove yourself from the stress of that, I think your body would just love that so much more too. I think we're so caught up into constantly like, what are we eating? How much are we eating? When are we eating? And all those details, you know? Um, So maybe pull yourself out of that a little bit. And today, so we're going to, totally, we're like thinking about our, you know, we're both coaches um, together on, we actually have a nutrition coaching company and a podcast. (laughs) Boom. Boom. Um, and that's our true passion, and that's we just want to share all kinds of health tips with you guys because it is more than just just nutrition. But we're like, what can what are some home tips we can give you guys to try to implement on your own if you weren't ready to hire a coach to help you with that? Um, so we have three of our top tips today that you can start right now. And totally know, like you are not alone, and this isn't your fault. Like we live in a society. I was thinking when you were saying earlier, like we live in a nation that has like the most dollars, like billions of dollars spent on the, in the diet industry and nutrition industry Mm -hmm. and the highest rate of obesity. So Mm -hmm. like we're living in a very confusing culture. So like when you feel confused, when you feel duped, when you feel intimidated, like just know, like, like that is the way that our culture makes us feel. So you are not alone. You are with the majority of people Mm -hmm. are like, sifting through information. It's 
really confusing. That's yeah. why we want to like simplify it as much as we can, give you as much science as we can so that you know like it's not a fad. We're not trying to sell right. you some kind of like janky miracle. Like we just want you to feel awesome, awesome and live your best lives. And if you guys ever have questions, we encourage you to email us at any time. We're always here. DM us through Instagram. Email us info at livingincollective.com and um, we'll help you navigate any situation. But it but it is hard. I love that whole kind of rule of thumb. Like if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. Um, there isn't a magical anything um, that's gonna solve all of your problems. So that could that's any plan. Totally. Keep using that word plan, but that's a. I it's weird the word diet. It really should mean like your nutrition, but it's mm-hmm. turned into this whole restriction word here. Um, totally. Okay. What so, is the Michael Pollan quote um, about uh, diet? Yeah. I don't know. It's like eat food, mostly plants. Oh yeah. Or eat eat food, not too much, mostly plants. I love that. That's so simple. Right. And we probably, that's the hardest thing to eat is our plants because right. we're in a rush. Mm-hmm. We grab things that are packaged in a bag and I'm totally guilty of it. Like in fact, yeah. I just ate a bar right before we started. They're delicious. I know. And, and we're not like, again, like, no, but like, that's not my main source yes. of food. That's like a special occasion today because we're mm-hmm. on the go and we're, totally. yeah. All right. So let's, let's jump into these three things. Perfect. Three, three main tips when it comes to planning your nutrition in a way that is sustainable. And we are looking at. February through December. So mm-hmm. not just for like a, you can do this. You can like one day at a time. So if you want to do like for 30 days, I'm going to, that's fine. But yeah. just think of it in a way that you're also looking out into the future of, can I keep these habits as right. a lifestyle? Right. Um, okay. Awesome. So our first tip is meal plan, meal prep. This is going to be, um, everything from meal prep on the weekends to also just I have a party tonight. I'm going to be intentional about what am I going to eat? How much am I going to drink? So even mentally planning. Um, Planning is so important because if you don't go in with a plan, you're usually going to set yourself up for failure. And there's a why, even even with alcohol or, you know, having kind of an idea of what you want and how much you want to have, you're, they've proven like you're going to end up a lot more sticking to your guns if you have that set before you go. Um... So highest level, meal prep on the weekends, and we have an awesome podcast about this, a whole thing about meal prep, but um, our favorite things and tips for that are? Yeah, we love, I, we have a, a meal planning sheet, and that's my favorite way, and I don't do it every week, and on the weeks that I don't, a lot of times I end up throwing food away in my kitchen, in my fridge, so just last night I sat down, last night was Tuesday night, so I went grocery shopping this weekend. Didn't sit down till Tuesday night, but that's mm-hmm. okay. It wasn't perfect. And I wrote out all my plans of the foods that I was having the rest of the week. And it was really good because tonight I thought I was making something else and I forgot I had bought something that was going to, like I need to cook today. Yeah. So um, it just kind of helped me to see. And then I was able to put in, you know, I know for sure we're going out on Friday and Saturday night. So I know I don't want to buy food for that, but we're, you know, it just kind of helps you. So I think proactively, it doesn't have to look like, writing it down on a sheet of paper necessarily. You can just use your planner or if you want to use like Google Calendar, but having a plan and we are all about simplifying your life. So anything that you can rinse and repeat, we are huge fans of. So if you do a week that really worked for you, like by all means, repeat it the next week or repeat it in a week, a week later. So a great month can look like two 
weeks worth of meal planning. Right. And like we do a lot of repeating. Like I do roast chicken breasts and thighs every single week just to have for on top of salads, on top of um, like this week I was telling a client I did um, a bag of quinoa. I roasted a huge pan of sweet potatoes, a huge pan of Brussels sprouts, and then um, tons of chicken breasts. And I've been making quinoa bowls for lunch every day right. with like dressing on top mm-hmm. and they're so easy. And so far I made them Sunday and it's Wednesday. Yeah. So they've lasted like three days. Awesome. Like I'll be bored of them by tomorrow, but right. then like switch to something else. Yeah. But like keep it really simple. I know. I think people forget that because one of our, our most requested thing from all of our clients is like, we want more recipes. We want more recipes. And um, yes, we all want new ideas because we get stuck in these ruts. But it, it's more it like... I don't know anyone, to be quite frank, that has the time to like try a new recipe every day. I think I tried that for like five days and I was the amount of like groceries and like banging my head against the wall, but just keeping it simple and remembering like you just can have a protein carb and fat, like balancing your meal, quinoa, vegetables, your chicken breast, having that, just the simplicity of that. I mean, I love, I always think to myself, like I can eat like out of a bento box. That's just, it doesn't have to be some big fancy thing. Um, and having those in your fridge when you, when you are prepared, it leaves less room for error and you're like, Oh, I'm going to pinch. And then you have to choose something fast and it's usually not going to be great for you. Um, and yes, we see all these like beautiful meal prepping people on Instagram, which I'm insanely jealous of and they're beautiful containers. And I'm like, I totally want to be that person. But the reality is a lot of us are not. And it doesn't, meal prepping and meal planning, more importantly, doesn't have to be like that. Just like you said, writing it down for the week and just kind of mapping out. And it it always changed. It always changes. You have to have flexibility in that. Um, But just having some kind of preparation ahead of time. And it is great if you can on Sunday do your chicken breast and some vegetables. Because if it's in there, it's just such an easier thing to grab. Totally. And if your Sunday's crazy, just make that first meal of the week where you are like, so Monday night for dinner, just think I want to cook a little bit in bulk and that's still easy to do yes. on a weeknight. Extra. Just like yes. throw your cookie sheets. Like we love doing cookie sheets. I throw, I think we both do parchment paper over that yep. thing. So I don't have to scrub it later. Absolutely. Like make it really, really simple. Um, I love diversifying protein sources. So just think like I know we talk about chicken breasts a lot, but that is not all that we eat. So like think about when you're at the grocery store, like if I'm going to have, if I am going to make like chicken breasts and thighs the first night, I really want to have like beef or bison or Mm -hmm. salmon or cod or some other kind of protein source. So I'm getting all the range of nutrients. Lamb is amazing. So like kind of um, switch. I think some of our favorite meals aren't necessarily recipes. Right. It's getting a great piece of meat that you really love. Pork tenderloin is good if you can get it from a good source. Um, and then cooking up your favorite vegetables. Mm-hmm. And if you cook a little bit seasonally, like we always mix sweet potatoes around here, but like the other things we'll kind of do a little bit seasonally um, with what's in season. So you're kind of naturally changing things. You don't get too bored. Yeah. Salads in the summer, roasted I feel squash. so good after eating like that too. I'm just like, oh, don't you like, you feel so well nourished Mm -hmm. you have like a little energy about you you're like oh my gosh it just felt so good you can almost like feel how nutrient dense it was in your bones in your bones i really do the other day i was really busy and the whole drive home i was feeling so much anxiety and i couldn't figure out why because there wasn't anything on my mind usually it's like something i'm worried about right and i got home and ate lunch like ate one of my like little bowls of food and I felt so good afterwards and it really was like, oh, you were just hungry. <laughs> like you were hungry and your body was in a state of like, 
I'm starving and everything was going kind of amok. And so just remembering that, like being consistent, planning ahead, like none of us are good at coming in the, in the house, totally starved without a plan. Like more often than not, we're going to end up eating things that don't nourish us. And then when you do that, it's hard to stop because you're so hungry. So like just, just having things that are ready. Yep. And take it, this is, I mean, it took me a while, even, and we'll post our meal planner. It took me a while to implement that, but just, just try every week and you're going to get better and better at it. The, you're not going to knock it out of the park the first week you do it. So don't, don't give up. Cause I kind of, I dabbled in it for a while when I first started, I was like, oh, and it is, it's a new thing. You're like learning new habits. We're creatures of habit. So just slowly implementing that in and you're going to get better and better at it every week. Totally. And you don't have to do it our way. Like definitely it can work in a Google calendar. It can work in your planner that you're already using. You don't have to use our planner. Ours is just kind of an easier way if you want to map out every meal. And like last week or two weeks ago, um, Lacey made an amazing breakfast casserole and we put that in our newsletter this month for y'all to use. So it's like you make it one day. Would you make it in the evening last week? Oh my gosh. Yes. In the evening. So like literally we know, I know breakfast is so hard for me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm horrible at it. And so having a casserole in the fridge. So easy. It's, it's delicious. literally like three ingredients. My husband ate it every day too. I just chopped it up into 12 kind of bar pieces, put it in the fridge, and every morning you just have it there. It was so good. He put so much hot sauce on it that I don't even know. I'm like, can you even taste that? My husband is. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes it's offensive. I'll make like this really awesome dinner and he like gets out the hottest hot sauce and I'm like you're not even gonna be able to taste my food but that's okay I love that's you okay babe. love you babe great, great. <laughs> I'll buy you some more hot sauce <laughs> um okay so second tip we're gonna go to that you could do mm-hmm. home that we really believe in is tracking which is using a tool we love my fitness pal it's an app you can put on your phone there's also a desktop version um and logging your food and seeing what you eat we drastically underestimate how much we eat. I was thinking under, um, we're like, Oh, I'm not even eating that much. But once you start actually having to like measure things out, log those bags of chips, um, little bites of everything here, it it helps you, um, hold you so much more accountable. Um, it's really just such a great tool and it doesn't have to be forever, but it's a great tool just to see where you're at. And side note, um, don't always listen to my fitness pal. We don't always believe in there. They have these like really weird measurements about like eat this many calories and in six weeks you'll be at this weight. Well, it doesn't really work like that. So don't fall prey to the, my fitness pal numbers per se. And we know like a lot of you are probably recoiling at the, the sound of my fitness pal. Cause you're probably experiencing some sort of like PTSD from like a really bad diet you were on. Right. So we're not saying to use it in a diet sense. No, we're saying to use it as a tool to see how you're nourishing your body. So like, even when I go on vacation, like I, I don't track while I'm on vacation, but like, let's say after a normal day on vacation, like usually I'm, I don't eat the nutrients that I need because I'm having fun and that's totally fine mm-hmm. and okay. But if I do put it in, a lot of times I'll see like, oh, that's why I was feeling so sluggish. It's because like I ate half the protein I normally do at home. And again, you're on vacation. It's like no big deal. Right. But it's just these metrics. So a lot of you, when you start tracking, you'll realize, oh, I thought I was eating a lot of protein or I thought I was eating a lot of carbohydrates mm-hmm. or I thought I was eating enough fat or I thought I didn't know I was eating too much fat. Like mm-hmm. we all love nuts. Like again, we're not restrictive. Like we love 
fats, yes. avocados, nuts, coconut oil, but it just kind of is helpful. And we talk about this a lot, like just like with your bank account, like you would never just like go to the ATM and like randomly see like not Draw a bunch of money. Yes. You want to see what's in there. Yeah. You want to know what's in there. It's just a metric. It's just a way of kind of assessing. So if you don't have any data, you don't really know what you're working with. And especially as women, our hormones are so influenced by the way we're nourishing our bodies. So for under consuming protein, if we're mm-hmm. under consuming carbohydrates, um, we can really experience some hormonal side effects. It can impair our sleep. If you're kind of feeling that like three o'clock where you hit a wall and you're really tired, a lot of times that has to do with um, the way you're nourishing your body, your energy level. So that's like a really important thing to us. It's not something you have to do forever. Sometimes it's just really good to do for like a week or two and kind of get a little handle. And we've gotten such good feedback from people that have done it. I mean, I get calls that are, someone's like, oh my gosh, I always buy these chips in the checkout line and I just realized it's two servings for the bag of chips and just little things like that. And um, I might have said this story before, but I had a friend call one time and she had gone to a little happy hour and she's like, she was logging at the time and she said, called me and she's like, you're never even going to believe this. I just had veggies and hummus. She's like, I didn't even have the chips. I just had veggies, hummus and a couple glasses of wine. And she's like, this was just like happy hour before dinner. I was going to go and eat a whole meal. And she's like, I logged it and it was 700 calories. And she's like, I wouldn't have even accounted for that in my day. Cause it was just, you know, a little happy hour, a little pre snack for dinner. But those are the kinds of things that it's just great to be aware of that there's nothing wrong with it, but just to realize like, Oh, maybe I didn't need that much or kind of realizing what your portions actually are kind of helps visualize everything. Um, in it, you know, with the bites too, um, we're all, we all do it. We all, you know, if you have kids, you're eating the last mac and cheese, eating the last nuggets and those things all really add up. Totally. And they don't really make you feel that good. So like if you're gonna, if you're going to consume, you know, if you want to have X amount of carbohydrates here, you're going to feel so much better Mm -hmm. if you eat like an apple versus eating a like room temperature germy bite of mac and cheese. So like, just like, like loving your body, just, um, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you're not a garbage disposal. Like you don't need to finish your kid's food. Like I know we all kind of feel that weirdness and we're in a rush and we're starving. And again, like that's that whole preparing ahead of time. So you never reach that point where you're super starving and it's kind of harder to make nourishing decisions but it's the same way like when you're shopping like any of us like if you just like grab all the things you like and you get to the counter and just give them your credit card like it's more than likely it's going to be like crazy so it's just kind of that whole like usually when we're shopping we're like okay well this costs 50 bucks this costs 100 bucks I want to spend this much money so I can only get two of these and whatever like it's just the same way of like making the the most getting the most out of your food and kind of knowing how to evaluate that way. Not that you shouldn't ever have hummus. You totally should. But now you're thinking in your mind, okay, I want less because that's not really... It didn't fill me up. It didn't do anything. Yeah. Totally. I love that you're... What you always say is like, what in life do we not measure? I mean, you you really are like accountable. And nutrition, um, there is a balance between, you know, restriction that we see a lot of women and then just eating whatever you want whenever you want it, that doesn't work well either. So just figuring out the in-between of like what you need that's going to make you feel the best, help you live the healthiest life, give you all that energy, good sleep, um, 
and it's a lot there are a lot more factors just than weight loss but giving you kind of the all those things that you need really nourishing your body well yep and it's all about that intention so like always letting the tool serve you so Mm -hmm. if you ever start serving the tool if you're defining yourself by you know how you show up in my fitness pal like that's not the 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 tool serving you like Mm -hmm. you want that tool to serve you and if you start to feel like it's not and that you are measuring yourself against that then it's not it's a good time to just let it go let it go but as a tool it can be really really helpful for a short period of time to train yourself and kind of just see what does my body need how does it feel its best um, reach out. We have a free macro little calculator that you can kind of figure out your macros for yourself, mm-hmm. which is your protein, carbs, and fats. Um, so yeah, I love that. Don't eat twelve hundred calories. I'm just gonna no, leave that's that. not enough. Just gonna leave that right there. Not enough. <laughs> um, okay, our last one, which we talk about all the time, is just making sure to dive a little deeper on the tracking thing. Mm-hmm. Number three, making sure you're getting enough protein. If you were to be aware of anything. Um, you know, low carb is definitely super buzzy, but we want you to think about protein more than anything. So if you're getting enough protein in your daily life, I feel like a lot of other stuff usually balances itself out, right? Mm -hmm. Totally. I think that we can almost like, almost put vegetables right up there too. Like, right? Protein and vegetables. Mm -hmm. If you hit both of those, man, you are winning. Right. Protein, vegetables, hydration. Yeah. It's like the trifecta and then everything else. Like, yes, Carbohydrates are important, yes, but like that protein piece, especially as women, especially if you're eating a standard American diet, it's just like if you've, I was just telling Lacey, we went out to dinner on um, Friday night and I picked the healthiest choice I could and the serving of protein that was on it was like so minimal and it was kind of like supposed to be the highlight of the meal and it was just like really eye-opening for me. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, like if we eat out all the time or if we're eating on the go all the time or grabbing fast food all the time, it is really hard to nourish our bodies um, with the protein that it needs. Mm -hmm. And we've talked so much about like protein is so important for our lean body mass, which is not like becoming the size of a bodybuilder. It's about being just like strong women Mm -hmm. who have like uh, healthy frames that can support the activities we love doing. We know that our lean body mass is directly related to our mortality and we want to live a long life and we want to live a quality long life. So we want to be going on walks when we're 80 and we want to be able to play with our grandkids. And so all of that is um, feeding into this. It's investing in our lean body mass. That is so important for our posture, our strength, of course, like just being able to do activities around the house. All the women that say they want to be toned, girls, that is muscle. You have to have some muscle in there to be toned. You're feeding that muscle with the protein. Um, It costs our body more to process protein. So it's going to increase your metabolism, which we all love. It's going to help you feel full longer. Um, I just do energy. Yeah. If you, so even thinking like, even when you go out to eat, like just kind of keep protein at the forefront of your mind. It is really hard when you go out to eat. And um, side note, like even we were talking, we went out to a restaurant together with a group of friends a couple weeks ago, a very, very healthy, well-known restaurant, and mm-hmm. they have all the nutrition facts online. So before I went, I was like, I'm going to kind of like plan out what I want because I'm currently in a phase of, you know, just retracking, you know, every few months I'm kind of like, just checking in, seeing where I'm at, making sure I'm getting enough is to, you know, to support my exercise and lifestyle. Um, and anyway, going on, I was just looking at the numbers of the, you know, protein, carbs, and fat, which all of those, those three things adds up to the calories. But, um, 
it is a lot, it was a lot more um, dense than we would even think. And people could be tricked going to this restaurant thinking like, oh my gosh, this is all the healthiest food and it's so good for you, but you can overeat anything. Um, eating out in general definitely should be more treated as like a special thing. Um, oh, I am trying to think how to say that. Just, just be cautious, you know, when yeah. you're going out and it's okay to ask for substitutions or ask for kind of you know, what you want out of something. Totally. And the more you practice those tools of meal planning at home, it really isn't hard. Like if you keep it super simple, like if you're, if it's the option of like takeout or you have frozen chicken breasts that you can cook within an hour Mm -hmm. at your house, or like I always keep frozen chicken breasts, frozen salmon, um, Right now we have like frozen beef tamales, so yeah. like oh, I they're love those. Yeah. right, they're ready to go. So on a night that even frozen veggies are awesome. Yes, totally, we love that. Anything that's kind of like a convenience item that you know on one of those nights where you're going to be more tempted. And mm-hmm. we totally we run our kids through the drive-through, like we we totally live real life. But if you can keep that more of a at a minimal, mm-hmm. and then nourish yourself as well as you can, like. We always say, like, it's the the things you do consistently the majority of the time. So, like, running through the drive-thru once a week, that is not going to derail your entire nutrition plan. But running through the drive-thru five nights a week right. probably will. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can almost guarantee it will, like, even if you're choosing the most healthy option. Right. So, um, yeah, protein is... So, some of our favorite sources, we've gone through this before, but just as a little quick review, we love, you know, the things we've mentioned already, like, so you're organic chicken just so it doesn't have a lot of chemicals um, Mm -hmm. and antibiotics we love grass-fed beef it's going to have a whole lot of extra nutrients because they've they've eaten the way that they're supposed to Mm -hmm. Um, lamb bison I love bison oh my gosh so good and uh, like with bison we'll just saute it and again make bowls out of it so we'll do like quinoa or rice saute a big pan we usually get like two packs of bison and then a ton of vegetables and just kind of throw it all together or mm-hmm. make patties and then my, my kids will eat hamburgers or bison burgers and then we'll do yeah. just like a patty on rice or quinoa and totally even canned um salmon and tuna if you get high quality are so good you can make totally. like a little salmon cake um mm-hmm. tuna i love canned tuna and that's like so much protein right there we like sardines that's probably not for everybody but they're in so fact, I just <laughs> I just took a food sensitivity test and um sardines came on my medium like all my favorite, not like a couple of my favorite things are on my high sensitivity and then sardines. And my husband was reading a book the other day and it was telling, explaining that like a lot of times foods you consume regularly will show up on your sensitivity yes. test. Yes. And so I was like, oh yeah, I eat a lot of chocolate and I eat a lot of sardines. So I might need to pull back, <laughs> pull, pull back, back on the sardines bit. a little bit. Um, we love eggs too. Mm-hmm. Just, um, you know, be careful with those because a lot of times they're not as dense in protein as people often think that they are. Have you noticed that too? People are like, oh, these are so much protein and they're great. And if you love eggs, that's great. Mix in some extra egg whites, but um, they're not as high as some of the other protein sources. But we love eggs. We love Vital Farms eggs. They're so good. The yolk colors, beautiful. A good casserole, a good frittata that's just super simple because it is kind of hard to scramble. We love hard boiling our eggs so Mm -hmm. that they're kind of like just already in the fridge to grab and go. So that's a great snack. If you're going to grab an apple and some almonds, grab a hard-boiled egg to go with it. Or throwing it in your tuna salad, just adding an extra little boost. Ooh, that's a good idea. That's good. That's a really good idea. It's like kicking it old school. Tuna salad. Um, I I do eat dairy Mm -hmm. just in moderation, and I love yogurt, like a good high-protein yogurt. Um, For me, it's so easy, kind of like quick on the go. Even starting breakfast, like I've noticed I'm eating that more in the morning 
with some delicious granola that's <laughs> ever since your birthday. Oh, I, I love granola. Christy got me on a whole um, yogurt granola kick, so thank you. You're welcome. Yes. It's one of my favorite treats. It is, and it, you know, I, f- I figured out for me it processes really well before I go run, so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's easy. It's not hard on my stomach. Um, that is awesome. That's really good, and yeah. I, I figured out kind of like a, probably you don't want to make your own granola, but if you do... I figured out a really good recipe. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Let's share that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I think good. I saw that on your Insta stories. It was like really good. I had I to give it to Brian. Did you? I know. I was like, oh gosh, how do you ever <laughs> it was stop a big yourself eating that? Yes. yes. <laughs> but it was delicious. I saw the whole pan. It looked awesome. It was so good. Um, so what else? We do love, we have some protein substitutions. We love um, bone broth protein powder. Mm-hmm. We love whey and there was another one. Oh, I found a really good protein, uh, paleo protein powder at H-E-B. This week, I know not everybody lives in Texas, but it um, it's literally called Paleo Protein Powder. So I know, like, I can't eat dairy or, and I, like, really soy is not a great option for protein. So right. it kind of makes it tricky to find a protein powder. And again, we love, real food is, is best. Real food is your number one. But it is hard sometimes to hit those protein goals, especially on a busy day. So yeah. um, this one's very good. It doesn't shake up very well in a shaker, but if you put it in a smoothie, it blends up awesome Ooh. and it's delicious. And it comes in chocolate and vanilla. Okay. Let's post about that. Yes. Have you tried the Amazing Grass um, protein yes. powder? Okay. Yes. I have chocolate peanut butter. Oh. That's what I have. Interesting. It was like, it was best vegan protein. So we also have like a lot of vegan friends. Yes. Um, plant-based friends. So we've definitely done lots of experimentation on. Christy has a lot of vegan friends. I have a lot of plant-based friends. I love all my plant-based friends. So Amazing Grass has an awesome protein powder. Your lentils are a great source of protein. Hemp, hemp seeds, hemp protein is great. Um, tempeh, soy, if it's um, as close to like the real source and probably in low doses just because it is a phytoestrogen. Um, kale. Kale. Kale, yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> what are the other plant-based sources of protein? I actually, I... I um, I really do feel like we we've talked about amazing grass and it was in our in our post mm-hmm. about our favorite supplements. We had a blog post about that, um, and it's awesome. I've been trying to implement a lot more plants too. I think I mean we said that today, but it's really important for all of us to try to do that. I feel like I saw that was going to be a nutrition trend of 2019. More plants. Plants. I mean that is something that we can all agree on. Yeah, let's do that. Plants make us feel better. They're great for us. Yeah. They protect us from disease. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to circle back to the Please. beginning of our podcast today. I did see this funny quote the other day. It was like, um, is a balanced diet ever controversial? Like, you know, all of these, these trendy diets, there's, there's, you, you read, it is hard. I totally yeah. get it. And we can sort through the weeds a little bit easier just because of our background. But, um, it is hard for people to know there's like, people are so polarizing on, these diets, but like, do you ever hear any controversy over like, oh, just eat like a well-rounded, balanced diet? No, right? I so love awesome. that. I was like, that's, that's so a true. Great point. I wonder if we almost want the controversy. We like, do. We oh, want we, something sexy totally. and kind of against the grain, and that like will make people be like, what you're doing? What? Oh, absolutely. I know. There's um, uh, Instagram account or a company. I think it's called Optimized Nutrition, but it was started by. Um, a woman who taught my level two at CrossFit and yeah. she's getting her master's in functional nutrition, but her challenge, she goes to CrossFit gyms and their challenge is like 800 grams a day of vegetables. And they do these challenges and like people feel so much better and they're doing so awesome. But lately her Instagram posts have been like, stop vilifying 
like potatoes or right. stop vilifying nightshades. Like people, some people are legitimately sensitive to nightshades, but like we as a society, like, so just, yeah, we want it to be really complicated, but y'all, it doesn't have to be. It's very simple. One other tip for the local Texas people is um, H-E-B curbside. I know we talked about that. That is in our meal planning. Yes. Like game changer. Yes, it is a game changer because you can sit down. I love just inputting the recipes. I'm not buying extra things. I know exactly what I need. I put it in my thing. I pull up my recipe, put in my thing, pick up my order. And I think like all across the nation, no matter where you are, so many grocery stores are picking this up. And I was really hesitant because I'm a control freak and... I don't like other people picking up my food, but I can't tell you, like Lacey brought this up in our meal planning talk um, that we did a few weeks ago and um, sitting down to your computer instead of being in a store with all the like end caps and promotions and the music's playing and you're running into people that you know and like, oh my gosh, for me, it's just it's so overwhelming to my mind that I end up spending so much more like to actually sit down with a computer and be like... Monday, I want to have steak and broccoli and rice and then like put it in my cart. And then Tuesday, I want to have salmon and Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes and put them in my cart. And like, it was so easy. And for whatever the delivery fee was, like, I promise you, I saved that money on all the impulse things I would have bought, right. like new pens and a candy right. bar. And I know I run into Christy a couple times in the grocery store and I'm like looking at her basket and I'm like, what's that? What's that? What's that? And I've bought so many things. Okay, I'm trying this, I'm trying this, and it is, it's just, it is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And I mean, like, I love that. Like, I love going in and trying new things. It's definitely mm-hmm. part of the fun. But like, really on, on the weekdays, I really don't have time for that. Like, yeah. it, it's so much. You can save your order in there and then just go and hit repeat on, like, gosh, you could do like a couple different orders and just like rotate. Yeah, that's a great idea. Boom. Boom. Um, okay, awesome. Well, just to, you know, recap, meal plan, meal prep, tracking, and hitting the protein. So those are three things you're like can implement slowly, one at a time. Just think about those little three things and I think you'll be feeling awesome. Awesome, you should invest in you. It is February, it's all about the love. We believe in self-love and we believe that feeding and nourishing your body is totally a beautiful act of Mm self-love. And as women, we tend to take care of everyone around us and we get like the last. So just think about, take a little extra time this month to nourish yourself, plan ahead for your meals and see it as an act of love. Like sit down to the table, even at lunchtime, put your phone down Mm -hmm. and like think about like, oh my gosh, be thankful for your food. Take some time to eat and slow down and breathe. And like, don't try to multitask. Just love yourself this way this month because we love you and we're thankful for you. Love yourself enough to nourish your body and not restrict yourself. That is the bottom line. I love that. All right. We love you guys. Yes, for sure. All right. Have a great week and we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Yep. Or hearing, talking, talking. We feel like we see you. We see you. All right, email us with any questions, info at livingincollective.com, and we will post in the notes um, the guides that we talked about today. Perfect. Have an awesome week, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.